thank you for listening to another episode of Moments with Ndero, where I seek to inspire, encourage, and uplift you. If it's your first time, thank you for choosing this podcast. And if you've been here from season one, thank you for being on this journey with me. Remember, you can catch up on previous episodes on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Well, I'm your host, Moboni, and today's conversation is with a natural-born fire starter who figured that he is especially equipped to be an entrepreneur. He has been, or rather, he has founded the Business Launcher LLC, and he's also the CEO, a company dedicated to entrepreneurs as they navigate taking their business from notebook paper to clients' front doors. He is a product of his aspirations, his environment, and a lifetime of defying the odds. Welcome onto the show, Roy. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. So what would you say is the one thing that stands out about you when you interact with people or people when people give you feedback? What's the one thing that stands out about you? I think one thing that stands out about me is my transparency. People like to interact with people who uh, are transparent and who are who, who's real. Uh, because a lot of people come across as if they have never uh, been through anything. And I'm one that's not going to tell you that I hadn't been through anything. I've been an entrepreneur for 11 years and trust and believe I've seen the highs and I've seen the lows. And some of those lows almost had me, but I refuse to let it defeat me. Fantastic. Do you want to share some of the low moments and how you overcame them? Absolutely. Um, one, one of the, one of the, uh, lows that that I've had. Well, being being an entrepreneur first and foremost, it's rewarding, but it also has its moments. Uh, and when I say it has its moment, it has its moments to where you begin to feel defeated. Uh, you begin to feel like, well, was I made for this? Uh, am I good enough? Um, is business going to ever pick? You know gonna ever pick up and so before I became an entrepreneur I was in the corporate realm I was in management I was in education and within those realms I ran into you know some some issues uh, per se uh, with education my form of education just was not customary uh, to what they wanted me to teach. So I ended up leaving there. Management, management was, uh, I define it as uh, running an adult daycare. So it was during that moment where I decided, to, okay, to embark on entrepreneurship. And on this journey of entrepreneurship, it started out well, and you know what? When everything starts out well, you're you're good, you have no worries. But then when it begins to slow down, it's like, okay, is it going to ever pick up? Am I doing something wrong? Uh, and it begins to doubt your efforts. Uh, it, it it begins to say, okay, did I make a mistake? 
And so one of those things that I had to deal with was uh, filling out applications, just trying to get back into corporate America because I began to began to have that fear of, okay, well, if I don't have any income coming in, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do, do that? And so I started filling out applications. But lo and behold, I can tell you, I done filled out about 30, 40, 50 applications and every one of them, I either didn't get a response or uh, I got a response to say that, hey, I appreciate you applying, although your credentials are impressive, we found somebody else. And I'm like, okay. And it caused me to doubt myself and caused me to go back to those uh, requirements that they were looking for. I'm like, okay, I meet all of these requirements. So why, you know, why did they say I'm not qualified? And so, you know, time went on, time went on, and I kept getting the same response. But what I what what I heard and what I acknowledged was the voice of God telling me he had me right where he wanted me. And so the lesson within that, although times get hard, you have to be willing to stick in there. And it's during your valleys where you begin to uh, identify who you really are, your strengths, and the the, the qualities, the uh, information that you have for the people. It's during your valleys where you really find out who you really are and find out what your strengths are. And in that valley, you find out that you are a lot stronger than what you are. And another thing is, uh, I you know, and, and being transparent. Like I told you, I like to be transparent. One of the things that I dealt with was, you know, falling behind on bills. And uh, with that, I've had my uh, lights turned out. I had my cell phone turned out. Uh, I had my vehicle repossessed. And, you know, that that hurted me. That, that really hurt me because I never imagined myself ever being in that position. But I knew I had to overcome it. And God's not going to put no more on me than what I can bear. And so all I had to do is trust him. And he's been carrying me ever since. There are times where you think you're alone on this entrepreneurship journey. And hearing you sharing that, I can at least say, you know what? I'm not alone. Where there are moments you have sent out your CV, you've sent out, you know, job applications. And as you said, not one even responded for me as well. Nothing. So the voice of God, yes, kept on, you know, encouraging me to keep on going. So it's good to know I am not alone and neither are other entrepreneurs as well who are listening to this episode. It's just to trust God and to trust the fact that he hasn't planted you wherever you are by mistake. You're there for a reason and he will guide you through it. So. Would you say that faith is something that is intertwined with your business or do you see that it's only something that you pick up on maybe, you know, like most people do go to church or is it something that you've intertwined in every moment of your life? Faith is something that's intertwined with every moment of my life. Uh, if I were to say, oh, it's only when I go to church or it's only when things are going bad, that's conditional. No, I don't operate like that. I don't operate conditional. God doesn't love us conditionally. And so neither uh, is my faith. 
And if you said that your faith was conditional, that means you're wavering. And I'm not going to waver waver within my faith. Yeah, sometimes it, it uh, life uh, may throw you a curveball that may cause you to begin to waver, but you have to remain uh, you have to remain strong and you have to re, uh, remain uh, and, and remind yourself who's in control. Who, who's in control? So faith is intertwined with everything that, that I do, especially in my business. And But faith alone, faith alone is not it. You can have all the faith in the world, but if you do not have a strategy in place behind that faith and action with strategy behind that faith, I mean, it, it, nothing is really going to happen. We can pray, pray, pray to say, God, do this for me and God, do that for me. But God, he's going to do it for you, but not until he sees that you put forth an effort to do it yourself. So, yes, you know, I, I live I live by faith and I tell people uh, all the time, you know, when they feel like they're losing faith, hey, all you need is a grain of a size of a mustard seed and exercise faith is like a muscle the more you the more you exercise it the stronger it becomes and so i've been exercising my faith along this journey fantastic yes faith is a muscle that needs to be exercised so an entrepreneur comes to you and their idea is just in a notebook how do you help them to get their business up and running absolutely i'm glad you asked that question and so uh, what what I do, and I always say that I take my clients' ideas from napkin to completion, from stagnation to manifestation, from idea to the bank, and from vision to value. Now, one of the things before I really start working with my clients is that I want them to understand that entrepreneurship is not for everybody. I want you to want them to understand that. Uh, are you going to be willing to stick in there? Uh, for the lows as well as the highs. So I deal with the mindset first with them uh, to see if they have that mindset. And if they don't, I want to help try transform that mindset to help them uh, manifest their dreams. And so what I do is I deal with the mind. And so once I get past the mind, I uh, help them gain clarity on their ideas because, you know, an idea, it remains an idea if you don't take any action on that idea. So with that idea, they can have several ideas, but what I do, I help them hone in on that specific idea to gain clarity. And sometimes, sometimes they may have these, uh, an array of ideas and say, well, I have, I have all of these ideas, but I don't know what to do with them. Okay, let's hone in on it. So let's go back down memory lane. Sometimes we have to go back down memory lane to like childhood and, and uh, reflect on those moments that brought them the most happiness. Um, those things that they did that brought them the most joy uh, as a child. And then uh once we get past there they'll be like okay this is what brought me joy okay so you have that idea so we have that clarity so then what we do is we help 
develop their name, their brand, their colors, their tagline, uh, who they should market to, who who's their target market, who's their tribe. Because again, we can have a good product, we can have a good service, but if you don't know who you are marketing to and who your target market is, you pretty much don't have a business. So we have to identify where are your people. So I help them. I help them with that. Uh, but then also, um, I partner with an image consultant because again, entrepreneurs when they become entrepreneurs, uh, one of the aspects that they forget is your image matters. And so you, we want all clients to go out and be a true representation of who they are and uh, the business and service that, that, that they are providing. Because people like to do business with people they know, like, and trust. And if the first thing that people see is that, okay, you are coming to me, want to do business, but you look this way, uh, I'm not going to want to do business with you. So, and then, um, and so I have uh, an individual on my team for that. And then I also uh, help them get obtain business credit and uh, uh, help them to obtain the proper structure for their business because there are certain things that has to be put in place before they can even uh, apply for business credit, such as the business name, business uh, a pep, uh, business email, business phone number, um, a, a website. Uh, a uh, business address, a brick, a brick and mortar uh, address, a structure such as an LLC, a business account. So I help them obtain all, all of that. And so within eight weeks, they will be able to leave me with a business that they can operate and they have a firm foundation to go out and confidently represent themselves as well as their business. I'm sure the different entrepreneurs that you have assisted along the way have their businesses growing and also impacting other lives. Now, the fact that we're in a pandemic, what's the one thing that you've learned about yourself during this pandemic and what you've learned about business? I'm going to say one thing. 2020 was about positioning. Positioning yourself for 2021 and and going forward and the reason i say that let's let's imagine imagine that you are on a football field in the game of football in the game of football we all know that one of the players on the field is called the quarterback and the main goal of the quarterback is to advance his team towards a touchdown by throwing the football to one of his teammates. Now, in order for the team to advance forward, both the quarterback has to throw the ball and to one of his teammates, and one of his teammates has to catch the ball. So the quarterback doesn't throw the ball haphazardly, but he throws it to the teammate who is in what? position to catch the ball. So likewise, if the quarterback was Jesus, the football was a blessing and we were all wide receivers. If we indeed desire a blessing or a breakthrough, 
we have to ask ourselves if we have positioned ourselves to catch what we have been praying for. So I say that because a lot of people, they sit and pray expecting deliverance, they expect breakthroughs, and they expect, uh, expect blessings to fall into their lap while they're still sitting. And the more I experience life and the more I read, the more I am convinced that more, most blessings and breakthroughs do not come by you standing still, but by you positioning yourself in order for you to catch it. 2020 was about positioning uh, myself for where God is taking me. Yeah, I could have sat, moaned, and say, what if this, what if that? No, 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 no. 2020 was the ideal time to start a business. 2020 was the time to get your mind right. 2020 was the uh, time for you to reflect on how can you serve the marketplace when all of your other competitors are shutting down. So again, positioning was the key for me. I like that, positioning. And as you said, you can't catch your blessings or you can't catch whatever you've been praying for if you're not positioned. So for someone who's struggling to understand positioning, how would you help them to figure it out and help them to position themselves appropriately? Now, this causes me to shift in my life coach, uh, put my life coach hat on. Um, and so, again, it starts with the mind. Uh, and some of the things that I do, I ask them questions. Why do you want to become an entrepreneur? Or why haven't you, you, you told me your idea, but why haven't you acted on it? And so a lot of times, one of the biggest things that people, uh, one of the things that causes people to stagnate on their dreams, their vision and idea is fear. And because of that, I help them deal with that, that, that aspect. One of the things about fear is that it's gonna be there. We're all humans, it's a natural emotion. But are you going to succumb to the fear that you are exhibiting or are you going to face fear head on? And in order to combat, you have to first acknowledge that fear and then you have to face that fear head on because if you don't, it's going to continue to dictate your every move. And when you dictate your every move, that means guess what? you are now making it about yourself instead of the people that you are called to serve. Entrepreneurship is not about you. Uh, identifying the service, identifying a problem, it's not about you. It's about the people that you have been put on this earth to serve and have been called to serve. So when you make it about yourself, you're being selfish. You are being, being selfish. So remove yourself out of the equation. And once you begin to move yourself out of, out of the equation, who do you have left? 
you have a mass of people that's waiting to hear your voice, waiting uh, for you to exhibit the product, the service, because guess what? You have the key to unlock the shackles that's been holding them back, that's been holding them from pursuing their dreams. Do you want to go to your grave knowing that you were the key to somebody's uh, manifestation of their dreams just because you were selfish? So first and foremost, get out, get, I tell them to get out of your way, get out of your head and make it about serving others. I, I hear you. Listeners, make it about serving others. Don't make it about you because we're here to serve. And you mentioned in your profile that you are a co-author. What caused you to write? And could you speak a little bit about one of the books called Stories of Perseverance? Yes, ma'am. Uh, and I'm, I'm glad you asked. Um, so this was a collaboration uh, with uh, a network that I'm a part of, Networking Action. Uh, and this book was actually birthed during the pandemic. And so we understood that we wanted to do something different. We wanted to do something that was going to add value to the marketplace. And by us being entrepreneurs and knowing that all of us had a different journey, uh, uh, had a different entrepreneurship journey, and that our journey uh, was not peaches and cream. It, it was not a smooth journey. But however, we, we persevered, we remained dedicated, and we remained, uh, remained committed. And so it was, it, it wasn't, it was, this was a no-brainer for me because, again, I'm, a, I'm an individual who loves to serve others, and I love to help other people uh, see the best within themselves, and they, they have greatness. So a lot of people uh, who wants to become entrepreneurs, they doubt themselves. And so we believe that this book was used as a bridge to bridge those individuals who on the fence of becoming an entrepreneur and dealing with doubt. On the fence of becoming an entrepreneur, dealing with fear. And so this book was birthed. And so I want to uh, read an excerpt uh, from from the chapter that I wrote. Please do. So the book is called Strategic Entrepreneurship: The NI the NIA Way: Stories of Perseverance, Dedication, and Commitment. So, how do I stay motivated? In a previous answer, I said you have to connect yourself with passion. What is my passion, my faith, my determination, my ability, and my compassion? To stay focused, I listen to my personal development information, and I surround myself with like-minded and positive people. We know things will not always go the way we plan them. Sometimes I have to step back and reflect on my destiny. Where do I see myself? beginning with the end in mind. 
I set attainable short and long term goals. I also learned a lot. Uh, learn not to always let my left hand know what my right hand is doing. Don't always say what you would do. Just do it and let your actions and your results speak for you. Some factors that need deciphering can be more of a hindrance than a help. Rather, they are internal or external. We all affected internally because ourselves and then externally, externally because of everything else. I must stay focused. Then I can continue my drive for success. And that is what kept me motivated. Amazing. I wish I could ask you to replay it, but the listener can replay it on their end. Those words are very powerful. So as we switch gears for this conversation and you know, reflect on all that you've shared, and I truly appreciate it, if you could interview someone, someone famous or someone um, who lives an ordinary life, who would you interview? Who would I interview? Good question. Um, you know what? I would have to say Tyler Perry. And the reason I say Tyler Perry is because he started from nothing. And he went through so many moments to where he wanted to give up, but he kept on persevering. He was resilient. He invested in himself, which a lot of people don't understand the concept. You have to be willing to invest in yourself. You have to trust yourself just as much as you trust God. You have to be willing to trust yourself to bet on yourself, to go all in. Not just think, sticking in your pinky toe, but you have to go all in. And some people would never, ever get to see the manifestation of their dreams because they've never thrown, them, thrown their whole self in at anything in their life before. They've either straddled the fence and they were playing double dutch. And so with Tyler Perry, his story is phenomenal. Uh, and to see where he was to where he is today, it, it just speaks hope that if he did it, all of us can do it. We just have to remain committed to our dream. We have to remain committed to our journey. We have to remain committed to the people that we're serving. We have to remain committed to the purpose that God has called on our life. And we have to remain committed to ourselves. But first and foremost, most importantly, we have to remain committed to God. And once we remain, once we acknowledge what our priorities are, and remain committed, things, everything else is going to fall into place. Don't worry about the how, because oftentimes a lot of people don't because they're worrying about the how. Don't worry about the how. The how is going to show up. When you begin to put one foot in front of the other and step towards your destiny, everything else is going to show up, and that's just what Tyler Perry did. He put one foot in front of the other. He remained resilient. He remained committed. And he uh, exercised perseverance. And those are the qualities that an entrepreneur, those are some of the qualities that an entrepreneur should possess and inhabit 
if they are to see their business flourish. Yes, Tyler Perry is a story and an example that if you put your focus to it, you can achieve it. So in closing, how do you want to be remembered? In closing, I want to remember as a fire starter, a trailblazer, an individual who has made an impact, who has left a legacy. And when I say a legacy, a legacy is not just material things. My legacy, I want my legacy to be remembered by the lives, the many lives that I touch just because I've said something or uh, I've came across their path. That dash between my birth and my death, death is going to mean something. And so I want to leave everyone with this. I want to leave, and, and I hope it resonates with the listeners, and I hope it causes you to take a deeper look at yourself and the purpose that God has placed within you, because he's handcrafted a specific gift for you that he has embedded and implanted in you to see it through. And so I want to ask you this, and I want to leave this with you. Again, I'm going back to football analogy. I'm going to use the analogy of football game. Now, again, like I said, we all know and understand what the main objective in the game of football is, to score a touchdown, right? Well, imagine this. There are 15 seconds on the clock before the game is over, and your team has possession of the ball. It is important that your team scores the touchdown in order to win and make the playoffs. All players get into position, and the quarterback says, hike. Clock starts winding down. 14, 13, 12, 11. In the meantime, you're standing in the same position as you were prior to the ball being hiked, whereas a few of your teammates have already made it to the zone, wide open, ready to score the game-winning touchdown. The quarterback looks at you, then he quickly looks down the field with three seconds on the clock and throws the ball down the field to your teammate who's in position to catch the ball in the zone. So I ask you, are you playing full out in the game getting into position to start turning your yearnings into earnings, or are you still standing on the sideline? Know this, your gifts, your talents, your services, and your products are all valuable. So you matter. All I'm trying to tell you today is that most blessings and breakthroughs are not caught standing still, but when you are in position. You can't expect to catch a blessing or breakthrough until you have properly positioned yourself to level up. So are you willing, are you willing to die with the gifts 
within you that God has handcrafted and placed with inside of you? Are you willing to be on your deathbed with no one else in, in the room but your gift that you did not utilize standing over you saying that because you did nothing with us, now we have to die with you. Are you willing to go all in and bet on yourself? Bet on yourself. If you don't, then nobody else will. My goodness. My goodness, listeners, bet on yourselves. And that analogy is so powerful. When you're lying in your deathbed, when your gifts, talents, and abilities are surrounding you and asking you, why didn't you utilize us? I hope in this moment, you will shift your mind to say that I'm going to go all in in pursuing my dreams, knowing that I will achieve them if I don't give up. So until next time, dear listeners, bet on yourselves and stay safe. Mm -hmm.